we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. Resisting aging. Is resistance futile? You know, aging is really a gift. Every year that we have a birthday, every year that we're still alive, every year we have an opportunity before us. But so many of us, I'll include myself in there, resist the aging. We don't want to grow old too fast. We want to still look good. We want to still be vibrant. We want to still be able to do things that we could do back in the other decade. (laughs) I'm 68 years old and I can't do things that I could do even 10 or 20 years ago. That is, of course, because I have a physical condition, but also, you know, I am 68. I am nowhere near as fast as I used to be. So, why we look at aging and we ask that we age gracefully, why do some people resist the aging and try and look in their 20s, in their 30s, when they're in their 50s and in their 60s? We have people who uh, who do plastic surgery. Now, if you have a a flaw that you hate living with. I know many people have had nose jobs or this job or that job because they just didn't like the way it looked and it's always bothered them. And, you know, it built up their self-esteem to go and have it altered. But the whole, you know, Botoxing yourself to death and ending up looking like you're a plastic doll who either can't stop smiling or can't smile, Um, looking like you're constantly astonished, um, really, is that the way to go? I do believe very much in a regime of, I've been creaming my skin since the age of 12, um, partly because I have dry skin, but my mum had beautiful flawless skin. I didn't get that. But it was was just something that I needed to do for my skin and something that I've always done. this zoom is an illusion to what I really do look like. I do have some crows here by the eyes, uh, saggy jaws, you know, because everything is going south. I'm 68. I have friends that are 68 that look absolutely sensational. They uh, they work out and they've always had a slim figure and just something about them looks wonderful. And we have got tools today, you know, natural tools, things that are healthy for us that we can take and that we can use that can keep us looking vibrant and healthy and well and just really good. We don't have to go the other way. We don't have to go the Botox way, the facelift way. To see a woman or a man in their 50s or 60s or even 40s as they start early, with the facelift and it's not matching the persona of the age or the experience they dress young and all it is is the image of a a person who's growing older that's resisting it and you know what was it um mutton dressed up as lamb you know (laughs) awful saying but it's 
the youth just belong to the youth and we could be youthful in what we do but we can't be youth again we've had that turn did we squander it most probably in our 20s we feel we're indestructible nothing can touch us we have energy and exuberance and a zest for life like none other we feel we know everything we're an adult now <laughs> you many people have the ball and chain not of a spouse but of tuition fees and um, many people have decided i'm going to travel i'm going to experience life before i do anything else and it is a wonderful time of self-discovery, of really looking at life and and grabbing it by the horns and really living it. I did in my 20s. Um, I had a couple of interruptions where I got engaged. I got engaged at 22 or 23, did not last, became unengaged, um, became attached again at 26 but I had left home at 16 so I'd already had 10 years of my under my belt of living of really really kind of putting myself out there and experiencing life was all the experience great no some of the experience could definitely have left behind but I did a great deal of travel in that time I really was willing to try new things go new places, meet new people, and live to the best of my ability. And then, of course, you know, I, I, um, my children got married, settled down, and that youthful experience kind of went into something else, went into the 30s, responsibility, children. I always wanted to be a mother, so being a mother and having children was extremely important to me. And I absolutely love being a mother, now a grandmother. But I see men and women on social media or in the, you know, in the general media, our stars, um, still trying to kind of capture their youth in their way they dress and the way they look. And what that says to me, as they're not kind of gracefully aging, which again, creams and, and many other things that you can do to be youthful, you know, to keep to be vibrant, to look healthy, because healthiness and vibrancy is so youthful. It doesn't matter what age you are. Um, but when you see people still trying to capture the 70s or the 80s, or now the 90s, which is scary to think the 90s was so long ago, um, they are still trying to be what they were in their 20s and now in their 40s, 50s, 60s you know, they're just resisting aging, but it isn't about the aging. Aging is not the enemy because with every year you gain such experience, you gain such a appreciation for life, you gain such an understanding and you see where the true value of life is as you age, as you slow down, as you take things in, as you experience things differently. And so age isn't the enemy. It's how we look at life it's our perspective how we look at life and if we're constantly looking back at 10 20 30 years ago and still trying to be that person in that 20s or 30s it's kind of telling you that this person doesn't want to grow up this person is hanging on to an image of themselves in the past and hasn't evolved 
with the experience of life, with the decades of life. And I don't know about you, but if I'm meeting somebody in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever age they are, I want to know that that maturity, that experience of life, that outlook on life, it kind of matches that age. And yes, you can be youthful, but chasing youth is rather sad because it means that you're not really living. You're lost in the past. You've forgotten your present. And your future is just repeating the past. And it's kind of a waste of life. So, yes, we see, you know, men. I see it all the time. I, I get hits on Facebook. Um, though it's always the same script. You know, those eyes or that smile. And can I be your friend? And I'm a widower with a kid. You know, it's just the same script. I'm not most of that 99% is a con, but then you get other people hitting on you. And I look at them and I can see that they're still lost in the past. The vanity is still there of how they used to be and they're holding on to that, that where is the content? I'm not saying that they should be wrinkled, fat, old and decrepit. No, far from it. Because how we look after ourselves as we age how we present ourselves as we age speaks a great deal to who we are as a person and how we value ourselves. <clears throat> I'm a little overweight right now, but I still try and dress to represent me as a person from the inside out. I still wear makeup when I go out. I want to represent myself as a person who cares what you look at. But I'm not dressing as I did when I was in my 20s or even in my 30s, though actually in my 20s and 30s, I was pregnant <laughs> three times. So <laughs> most of it was maternity wear. Um, I look back on my 20s and as I said, I left home at 16. So 16 to, to 26, I look at those years. And the vibrancy and the way I lived and where I lived and the lifestyle I had and what I wore, could I wear it today? It would look utterly ridiculous, ridiculous. And I couldn't carry it off. So we have to kind of look at our aging as appropriate. Now, I don't mean start getting out the walker or the walker stick, um, but, you know, a guy that gets gray hairs, as he gets older, it's meant to be sexy, mature. A woman gets gray hair, she's an old bag. Well, that's changed quite a bit. I went gray and I've been going more silver and silver gray now for the last five years. And this is what I am now. And there's my, all my natural color, my white silvery hair. And I kind of quite like it actually. It's, uh, it's me. I don't have to color my hair anymore. And yes, I, I'm 68. Yes, I have some physical things against me that stop me from being that exuberant. I do look at my other friends in their 60s, you know, they, they all admit they're slowing down a bit, but at the same time, they could still do so much more than me. But that isn't because um, they're a year or two younger. It's just because I have this condition that's slows me down and we can turn back that clock most certainly we can be 10 years younger 
the way we look, the way we live, most certainly we could be 10 years younger, easily. Um, it's about our presentation. It's about our optimism. It's about our attitude in life. It's about our perspective. What we seed, what we feed is what's going to grow. And if you're rushing towards the rocking chair, then you're rocking, rushing towards an early death. Life is to be lived and uh, enjoyed right to the very end. I had wonderful Esther Schifrin. I've had her on two or three times now. Right through COVID, she wrote a poem a day, every single day. She plays the piano for people at nursing homes. She still dances. Um, she's a writer and an author and just full of chutzpah, full of chutzpah. There is the pink lady who has her own TV show in her 90s and uh, took on a lover a few years ago in the late 80s, early 90s. Life ain't over until it's over. Yes, we could slow down. Yes, we could be graceful. That doesn't mean that we go for the granny clothes or that we, um, you know, the knitting needles. If you like knitting, that's fine. But you know, it's not, it's not the uh, age appropriate thing. It is about owning our age proudly and saying, "Yeah, I am this, but I can still do this, and I can still do that, and I still have a zest for life." There were not many people 10 years ago or 20 years ago that at 68 would still be working and enjoying what they're doing, especially not doing it by video where they could be on air and seen. Anything to do with media was a young person's job and anybody over 30 was considered old and obsolete and replaced. We've changed that image a great deal today, a lot of it due to our stars who have aged along you know, look at them, Meryl Streep's, uh, Helen Mirren, Judy Dench, um, beautiful Sophie Loren, uh, you know, um, Oprah Winfrey. You know, all of these people have aged. Uh, and what they've done is given us permission to age as well. But they've shown us how to do it gracefully, how to still look after ourselves, how to still have that optimism in life, how to still seek and search for things that make us happy and keep us alive and vibrant. They've given us that. They've given us permission to still want a life, seek a life, be a part of life and not be put out to pasture. But all I'm saying is, man or woman, yes, take care of yourself, your skin, your health, your, your attitude, <laughs> the way you dress. You know, don't dress back into when you were 20 and 30, if you're 50 or 60. It just doesn't look cool. And don't dress as a sex symbol. If you are in your 60s or 70s with a pot belly, it just doesn't wash, okay? If you've got rounder with age, like myself, dress appropriately. That doesn't mean a tent. There are lots of wonderful fashions out there that we can dress and look fantastic no matter what size or what age we are. We can still enjoy fashion. We can still enjoy makeup. We can still enjoy life. It's all a question of adjusting according to the age. And that just means for your body type, for your lifestyle. We see these beautiful pictures of women in their 70s or 80s dressing flamboyantly, you know, wonderful, crazy glasses, beautiful, vibrant clothes, fabulous hats. And I had one youth uh, younger on 
uh, Ruth Yonker on, um, who was in her 70s. She's actually beautiful. And she's always putting pictures out there of her doing wonderful, crazy things. And she's got a, such a zest for life. But she admits she has those tired times. She has those times where she just doesn't want to do anything. But she's also petite. And petite people can get away with a great deal more on the aging spectrum as opposed to bigger people. With bigger people, we go rounder as we get older. And that roundness kind of can make us look a little frumpy and older. So again, how we dress, how we present ourselves is going to, whether frumpy or not, is going to show us, you know, show people we've still got style, we've still got pizzazz, we've still got a zest for life. But Women, you're trying to attract a new man in your life. You're 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, who cares? Don't try and be the lab. It just, it just, you can't compete with the 20, 30 year olds. You can't. And if somebody of your age bracket is looking at that, do you really want him? Because that does not screech maturity intelligent conversation or any depth of a person. So let us look at representing ourselves in our wonderful maturity, in all that we've learned in life and our fabulous wisdom that we've learned along the way. Let us be confident in who we are and show that confidence and own who we are, no matter what vessel we're in, no matter what body shape is in. Yes, look after yourself hair, skin, health, most certainly. Um, make sure you're as vibrant as you possibly can be and represent it because that is sexy. That is beautiful. To see a woman or a man in their mature age owning who they are with confidence, with a zest for life, with a depth of knowledge, with a wonderment of exploration, that is truly sexy and what draws people to you no matter what your age is. So while you're aging, do it gracefully. Resisting age is ridiculous. Honoring the age you are and knowing what it took to get here, that's triumphant. So every birthday, don't go, oh, no, I'm not going to acknowledge this birthday. I'm getting older. No, celebrate it. My God, you had another year. And there's another year ahead of you. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to celebrate it? What gift of this another year are you going to do that you can share with the world? Because it ain't over until it's over, folks. It ain't over until our breath leaves us, our soul and spirit leaves us and leaves this vessel behind. It isn't about how youthful you were or how much Botox or how much plastic surgery or whether you're dressed like a 20-year-old. All of that doesn't matter. What content, what substance, what wisdom, what exuberance, what illumination, what inspiration did you leave behind? Because that is really what people want to remember. So, yes, we're all aging. And that's a gift. If you're given another year, it's a gift. Too many people lose their life way too young. So let us appreciate the time that we're given. Let us appreciate the fact that we have another year before us. 
And let us appreciate that we still are cognitive enough to make those choices, to explore those options, to step outside of our own insecurities and explore something different. Let us appreciate that. Let us do something with it. Let us be the inspiration for the youth to look up to so they don't get trapped in the youth for youth for youth is all. And that dreading getting older because old means you're decrepit and put out to pasture. Let's show them how wonderful it is to grow older and still be counted, still have substance, still be somebody that somebody wants to know and that they too on their journey of life can look forward to their old age knowing that it doesn't mean the death of you, that it's just another chapter in your book of life. So ask yourself when you look in the mirror, you've got a few crows by your eyes, your jowls are beginning to go, maybe you've got a double chin, you've got some gray hairs. Ask yourself, okay, is this something I can do? Now there's some creams out there that I'll moisturize my skin with. Could my hair be styled in a different way that is more appropriate or less appropriate, but just more enhancing? Can I dress differently in a way that I find is comfortable, but at the same time kind of represents who I am? Can I stand up with my back straight and greet life at this age and without any form of apology and say, I'm still here and I still count? So we can tweak things. There are some wonderful techniques out there of tightening the skin, of helping you to lose weight or tightening the weight. There is wonderful exercise programs. There's wonderful ways to eat that are better for you as you age. There's wonderful things you can do for your bone structure, cellular structure, your mind that can help you along the way. Just don't go to the facade way, plastic surgery. You see the women who have had that done, and mostly you see women. And quite honestly, it's sad to see. Everything about them looks so unreal. The big eyes that they can't close, the lips that they can't close, the th they can't smile, they can't leave their lips, they can't do anything, the boobs, you know, it's everything is trying to hold on to an image that they are no longer. And it's sad to see that instead of look at me, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, I'm 80, I'm 90, and I'm still drop dead gorgeous because you cared about yourself along the way from the inside out and from the outside in. So. Let's age gracefully, but let's show them that aging is not something to fear. It is a gift of life and that it doesn't matter what age you are. There's still so many things you can do. I started this podcasting journey at 57. I'm 68 now and I'm going to continue to do it until I can't do it anymore. Can I chase after my grandson? Not very far. He's getting faster than me. There are other things that I can do. And concentrate on the things that you can do. Don't mourn the things you can't anymore. Don't mourn your youth. 
Yeah, I'd love to go back. With what I know today, with who I am today, I would love to go back to that young body and live my life totally differently. Save myself a great deal of grief. But it's the grief that gave me the wisdom. It was the experiences, both good and bad, that made me who I am today. And we can't take this and put it in a young vessel. The young vessel has to experience it for themselves. So, I don't say you have to be your age. As I said, 50 is the new 60, 40 is the, the new 50. We can all be look a lot younger than what we are meant to be. But don't look at age as the enemy. Do your best to look your best without going to the extremes. Please concentrate on the health and the well-beingness of you, how you eat, your stress level, your blood pressure, your exercise, your mental cognitiveness, all of that. That's really, really important. And go and do something that you love to do, whether you're in retirement, whether you're volunteering, whether you're in a yet another career, go and do something you love to do. Because when you do that, gives you a reason to get up every day, gives you a reason to slap on a face, put on something nice and go and represent what it is you want to represent with joy in your heart, with a reason to live and with a feeling that you're still contributing. Because really, that's what it's all about. So to all us aging ones out there, we can do it with grace. We can do it with fun. We can make fun of ourselves. <laughs> We're the only ones that really can. But let's just do it in a way that is graceful, that is honoring who we are, that is representing who we are now, and not chase the youth. We've had that turn. We can't get it back. And really, quite honestly, it doesn't look good on us as we get older. Let's just be the wonderful mature, vibrant, loving, exuberant, wise, illuminating person we are now. Okay? Until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment. <laughs>